You're going to drive from Detroit to Kentucky? Welcome to the Spinsters Podcast, a basketball podcast where everything is done exactly on time. That's Jason Concepcion, who definitely does not have to rush out of here in 40 minutes because he got the times wrong and or I said the times wrong. I'm Haley. No, I got the day wrong. (laughs) The day. Oh, I got the email wrong? I thought it was was Thursday night when it was actually Wednesday night. Oh, you were in the wrong day when you were reading the message. Got it. Correct. I thought I was in Thursday, (laughs) but it was Wednesday. I have to the best of us. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So I'm not the one we need to be talking about. No, 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 no. Traffic. It's my fault. <laughs> okay. It's my fault. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition, especially heading into the flu and cold season. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com spin. When your business is starting its championship run, nothing matters more than finding and hiring the best team. With Indeed, you have the power to build a dynasty by hiring more MVPs faster. Go to Indeed.com slash Spinsters to claim your $75 credit before March 31st. Okay, so today we want to fix the All-Star Game. Yeah. Yes. Yes. But first, I think we need to talk a little bit about last night because um, Seeker ruined the Warriors' playoff chances. Chris Paul and Anthony Davis both got hurt. Um, Harry, you look like you just took a giant bite of something. I want to talk to you about the Warriors and see what you think real quick, because I think there are two camps and there's really no in between with Warriors fans where the first camp loves Steve Kurt to death and would do anything for him and thinks that he is the son of Mm -hmm. God himself. And the other (laughs) camp seems to think that he has lacked in proper rotation handling for years. Um, and that he deserved to be punched in the face by Michael Jordan. So last night they lost to the Nuggets. This is coming after they lost to the Clippers on Monday. Um, mm-hmm. The infraction at hand last night was that after starting Gary Payton Jr. and understanding very much why he'd be useful in the game, which looked smart because he had six steals and 12 points. Not like he was bad on the other end. He had 12 points. Um, he took him out after the six steal um, when they had some momentum, there were about six minutes left and it was 1101 or 101 93 warriors. Then shit just went straight downhill. Like they kept the nuggets were scoring and scoring and scoring and scoring. Um, and he did not put Gary Payton jr. Back in except for like three seconds and he didn't even do anything. Um, so also he kept Kevin Looney in, which, what are you going to do? You don't have anyone else. I think I forgive that a little bit more. Mm -hmm. Um, Everyone's facial expressions seem to be like, it was a bad move. So Harry, what are you feeling? So me and my brother are really the, the represent the two parties. My brother is like a, why is Steve Kerr playing, you know, Steph the whole fourth quarter, all, all this kind of thing versus I'm, I'm more of a Steve Kerr truther. I like, I like the, the, like the vibe he brings. And like, I think the, the 
to get mad at Steve Kerr for some of that is like missing the forest for the trees. Like he, he, he is steering the ship in the right direction. It just like you get these lineup things. But yesterday it, it was funny. Like Steph was in, like guarding the inbounder. And I, I remember just being like, is what like is this just a thing where you have to let your superstar play defense on the last play so he feels like included in the team like what is he Not doing Steph. there yeah. we have <laughs> so many yeah. <laughs> yeah so and then when Steph obviously like was so in the wrong position on that last three it was just like okay well we really blew this game the loony thing we had nobody to guard Jokic like I, it, it, that was just really tricky that was smart by um, Malone to do the hack of loony it was like a really we had nothing to do. So that I feel less about, but the, yeah, I mean, Gary Payton was, was the exact guy who would have made that play <laughs> um, on the, on the last, uh, the last uh, three. Jason, do we hang Steve Kerr or give him no. let him live another day? I mean, it's hard for me because like, I'm coming from Nick's world where there are slightly some of the uh, the themes and the questions in terms of rotations are similar, but the results are completely uh, backwards. The Knicks like just blew their third twenty point lead in a month. <laughs> that was so bad. I'm um, so sorry. <laughs> yeah, honestly, last I a, kept them off. Team without, I had them on here and then I took them off. It was terrible. To a next <sighs> team without KD, KD without Kyrie, and um, he insists on playing his veterans in spots where you'd like him to trust his young guys more specifically and uniquely because what's at stake? Like, it's not like the Warriors where you're fighting for position. You're trying to get sharp, get healthy, get strong for a real postseason push in the last uh, few inches of a title window for, for a team that is maybe out of their title. And it's on, un- it's unclear. Like if they can force that window up a little more. So, on the one hand, I get it. Like uh, Steve Kerr is going to ride with the players who he has a lot of experience with, mm-hmm. who he has been down a road with. They're missing Draymond, which is it can't be said enough how much he changes the team and how easy he makes it look when he's out there. Like everything just unlocks. He's like the catalyst that mm-hmm. creates – a whole bunch of stuff for the Warriors team. So it's hard for me to really like – it's hard for me to really go against Steve Kerr who has been immensely successful and who like every other coach seemingly, like literally every coach is just going to ride with his vets. That's what, that's what he's going to do. He's going to ride with the, the veteran players. Are they on the downside of – can they maybe not do the things they did three, four, five years ago? Maybe. Are there younger players who could do more if you tr- if you if he trusted them more? Maybe, but this is what every coach does. And Steve Kerr, unlike Tom Thibodeau, is incredibly decorated, has an, an unbelievable track record, has been one of the most successful coaches over the last ten years. And so, coming from my perspective, I understand complaining about it because that's what being a fan is. You complain about everything. You have to complain about everything. <laughs> but I'm pro Steve. I would just I, – I trust that Steve Kerr knows his team. What about you, Jordan? Yeah, I agree. I think it's been a lot of conversations over these past couple games because it it seems like that specific 
part of his coaching and the rotations have been a little more exposed and just their mm-hmm. defense in general. I think I saw like the whole month of February. It's just down the last seven games or so. So it's hard to say that when you are missing Draymond, who is their engine on the defensive end, especially um, because he, not, you know, he's not getting 20 steals a game, but just his presence, I think, would allow to Curry to just feel more confident on the defensive side. But specifically last <laughs> night, you have the Mitten, which I think is a great nickname, by the way, the Mitten and Gary Pagan II. Um, you know, he gets a career high in steals. And then you had an opportunity when the Nuggets, they called a timeout with like three seconds left. You had an opportunity to put him back in. You knew that they were drawing up a play. You had an opportunity to put your best defender on the person that could possibly score the winning shot. And you didn't do that. And he did own up to it. You know, we have to give him that. He's like, I, mm-hmm. I made some bad decisions down the stretch. That This is kind of on me. Um, I think there's more of a problem if you don't see a problem and he's like, well, we should have shot better. We should have did something else. But it definitely was his fault and he did own up to it. So I will give him that. That's a good point. Um, That's fair enough. And it's never black and white. It just usually feels like it with the NBA because there are a pocket of really good coaches and then there are a pocket of bad coaches and I don't know, because probably because they've been using the same guys for the past 35 years. It just feels like those are the two divisions. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think the other thing with Steve Kerr, and maybe this is the only reason that last night made me really like my eyebrow really go up was on Monday in the Clippers game. And Harry, like, check me on this if I'm reading it wrong. But Ty Lu did what he always does, which is. I forget what they call it. They have like some name that, but it's like basically isolate focus onto Steph. And if somebody else scores, totally fine. Like let mm-hmm. whoever else have an amazing game. But what we're going to do is completely make Steph not be able to do anything. And that was true. That's been true for years. Even when KD was around, um, when Clay is perfectly healthy, you know, years ago, that's always been how Tyler's approached it. Um, and so there was a weird period where like, Steph was really hot. I think he went into the half with 26 and he benched him. And then he had five shots the rest of the game. So that's Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. not what I would have done, I guess is the only way to say it. I would have done something. I'm different, but um, all right. Steve Kerr. I also think it's funny just talking about the uh, Gary, Gary juniors, Gary seconds in the league that Gary Trent Jr. had a good game <laughs> last night. He had 30 points against the Wolves. And I wonder if that ever, if they ever get competitive. It's like, can you imagine not only not being the best Gary in the league in 2022, but you have to be the best <laughs> Gary Jr. <laughs> it's a very niche, niche lane. Uh, yeah. Yeah, an extremely thin slice. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they have like some rivalry. I'm going to look up after this if they have ever like gotten into it. Um, Jordan, okay. What does it happen with AD? Ugh. You know? That was tough to watch. That I, was, it was, I, like, didn't really watch, I didn't watch it because... I and I didn't watch the replay. I have a really hard time just watching injuries in general, Oof, but I was gross. watching that game. I was watching the first quarter and I was like, wow, seeing Wes, Westbrook, AD, LeBron on the court together. What a beautiful sight. Like, is this going to be it for, you know, until the playoffs? And then, of course, 
something happened. And it did, I heard how bad it looked. Um, luckily, you know, x-rays came back. It is just a sprain. Um, but it's such a tough blow <laughs> because he was playing so well. He was actually playing with that aggression that we needed him to play with. Um, I, I thought just as a team, we were playing well that game. Um, Westbrook made his free throws at the end. Like all things were in alignment <laughs> for us to be good. Um, and now this happens. I, we do have a break coming up, so hopefully he can recover in that time. But it's also Anthony Davis. So it's going to take like three months and we don't really have that time. We don't have that luxury. So I'm luckily, I'm happy it's not broken, but at the same time, I felt like we were really just on the cusp of what this team could actually be. And just like what we talked about, you have to stay healthy. When we talk about the Lakers, yeah. it's not, we can't talk about it without all three of those people on the court at the same time. We can't, it's a different team. So now again, we're in the conversation of, okay, who's going to step up? Is Malink Monk going to be something? Is THT going to be something? Does Trevor Ariza know where he is? Like that's the conversation <laughs> again, unfortunately, because 80's out. And that's what hurts me as a Lakers fan. I hope he speedy recovery. But now we're back to the conversation of what ifs. Yeah, I mean, that's fair enough. And like you said, it's not broken. The x-ray came back negative, but it is a right ankle sprain. Um, mm -hmm. JC, I don't it know if you broken. saw it. It looked broken. Acute I was angle. It. Like, I, I, I was watching it and I was like, oh, that's a break. I think that's broken. So when the x-rays that I woke up today and saw the x-ray news, I was... I'm happy for the Lakers. I'm happy for Lakers fans. I'm happy for AD. Uh, and I'm also like mildly shocked because that looked super bad. It looked mm. super bad. And I agree with you, Jordan. What sucks about it is like, you know, listen, nobody is shedding a single tear for the Lakers. No one. Nobody. I am. <laughs> no one. Not a person. That said, uh, <laughs> You know, with the Lakers all season, it's been like there's been there's been these like glimmers, you know, these, like there'll be a there'll be a sliver of light in the darkness. And you think, oh, if they can drive towards that and like crack that open and build on that, there's something maybe that's the recipe for how yeah. this team can win consistently if they can figure out like how to how to, uh, to balance the rotation so Westbrook can do his Westbrook thing with the other guys, when the other guys sit, and then, then we can figure out if we can get the team healthy and we can get THT in the rotation and we can get... And every single time there is that crack of light, something like this happens. LeBron gets hurt. AD gets hurt. AD gets hurt again. And so in that sense, again, no one is crying tears, but it is... It's a... It's... It shows you how hard it is in the NBA, even with like all this talent. And it it really is like, listen, you assemble a team that is extremely old and that, you know, 50 percent of their superstar, super superstar players are like injury prone. Then you're you're gambling and just mm -hmm. the bets are not paying off right now. Can I go through the list of all of AD's injuries just this year? Someone tweeted. This is the first one that, that looks like a real one. <laughs> it literally <laughs> looked like it looked so bad. I mean, everything else, it I believe so that he's bad. actually hurt because he's so fragile. But you guys watch RuPaul's uh, Drag Race? Yeah. I you know don't. what a death drop yeah. is? 
Yes. Okay. Mm, I've heard of that. His yes, ankle yes, yes. death dropped on the floor. <laughs> oh, no. Well, that's the thing about AD is like he has a propensity. I think because he is so injury prone, when he goes down, he like stays there for a long time. So, to like, yes. As if he's like rebooting and checking everything out. And <laughs> he's rolling so around. Usually he does stay down. Oh, gosh. Okay, here we go. Injuries the past year. Achilles tendon, calf strain, grade two, hyperextended knee, groin strain, MCL sprain, grain two, thumb sprain, and now right ankle sprain. All that this, is this year. year. Should he be doing yoga, like hot yoga or something? <laughs> yes, or? I agree. I think he needs to be more flexible because he's yeah, I so, think so, you know, I call him glass man. Someone else said toothpicks. Like, it's just like <laughs> he needs to be more. He needs to stretch. I Yeah, I might do a story on him, just his stretching routine, because is it there? What's happening? Okay. I cannot now. believe that. That is like more injury history than somebody has in their entire career. Like people their don't even career. have. It's very, very wild. Um, I'm shedding. On to an injury that seems a lot better. Uh, Chris Paul last night mm-hmm. seemed like his hand or was hurt or his thumb. Like there's really nothing yet that I've seen that's come out about it. They're going to get... Um, it looked at today, so maybe as we're recording this, but he, Chris Paul, did you guys see this? He got two technicals back-to-back. Yeah. I, don't, I think yeah. this is another case of the refs just overreacting, but part of me wonders— Great night for technicals. Yes. Yes. Yes, it was. Part of me wonders if Chris Paul just wanted to be out because— to not have the spatial awareness— to have the spatial awareness to be able to, like, <laughs> whip around a pass— like that movie did the bullet and like know that your teammate is back there and a little bit to the right. But to not know that the ref is right here as you're about to walk into him just does not feel correct to me. I agree with you. There are six and a half games up on a floundering Warriors team. Maybe he took a look over at the scoreboard, saw what saw what was going on there and thought, you know what? Let me take a nine off. I'm like I'm rehabbing and stuff. Eh, get out of here. You get an injury, like get an early, get an early start, get it, get a nice, like impossible uh, burger in my system and just chill out. (laughs) I I disagree. I think it is completely the refs. The refs are just on one this whole year. And he, cause Chris Paul does that to players. You know, when he tries to aggravate other players, he's going to purposely dribble into them, make sure that they foul him. And this seemed, it didn't seem like that. It seemed like the ref walked back into him and the refs are just on one I I looked it up finally because I've just felt like there's been so many ejections this year more than any other year and last season the whole season there were 54 just so far this season there's been 54 ejections from players and the season before it was only 44 so they it's like a definite increase in ejections and it just seems like the refs are just, I don't know, their fuses are short. And I, I want to say that Chris Paul is that much of a genius <laughs> to say, like, I'm going to purposely walk into him. But I also think it's the refs. They are, I don't know, they had a meeting and they said, this ends now. We're just fining everybody and ejecting wow. everyone. So that's my, so- I, I had to test that theory because it seems more than normal, right? It definitely, I mean, yeah, it definitely. From even before what you said, it seemed like it wasn't uh, 
Maybe this is like a commentary on something larger, like the volatility of our country. Not to get me and JC hung out the other night and we were talking about climate change for half of it. (laughs) I think people are, you know, like you notice it on the ride. I notice it driving. Like I notice it when I go out. Like I think people are just, you know, people are just like anxious. They're fed up. They're on edge and, Mm -hmm. and, and more liable to snap at stuff now. I mean, last night. Pat Bev and Gary Trent Jr. got text before the game even started. Before the game started. Before the game even started. And the thing that's crazy to me about it is it's like because Gary Trent was using too much rosin at the at the score table. Like, yes. Pat Bev, are you paying for the rosin out of your own pocket? Like, what the fuck is this about? Like, like if someone came over my house and started just like eating stuff out of the fridge, I get it. But this is like. Is there like a rosin shortage? I don't understand like why this is a problem. What the fuck? Oh my gosh. Yeah. That is truly something only Pat Beverly could ever do. Yeah. I've never seen that happen. I've never seen that kind of call before a game even started. Just automatically trying to get in someone's head. I just yeah. Mm -hmm. And it didn't work. Like I said, he he had 30 points. They're like, damn you, Pat Bev. You made him score 30. <laughs> um, but the good news about Chris Paul is that Devin Booker said he we saw him in the locker room and he's fine. So, yeah. Hopefully um, he can still play all-star. Yeah, I think he will. Or to be honest, if he doesn't want to, like maybe this mm. is... Give him yeah. a break. You know, he's, he's, he's mid-30s. Um, he's the type of he's the type of thirties where you stop specifying. You know what I mean? Is there anything else from last night, or should we fix the All Star game? No, I think those those are the big ones. Those are the big ones. Okay, let's Just- fix let's fix the All Star game. Our next partner has a product I use every morning, first thing when I wake up, or when my dog wakes me up. It's Athletic Greens, which is essentially a bunch of supplements and probiotics and words that sound made up. They're so healthy, like adaptogens, all mixed into one green scoop, which I can mix into water in the morning and carry around with me as I start the day. I started using Athletic Greens because I'm lazy. This is a wonderful endorsement so far, and I didn't want to take a bunch of vitamins in the morning. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition, especially heading into the flu and cold season. It's just one scoop in a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash spin. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash spin to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. When your business is starting its championship run, nothing matters more than finding and hiring the best team. With Indeed, you have the power to build a dynasty by hiring more MVPs faster. Start hiring right now with the $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job posts at Indeed.com slash spinsters. Offer valid through March 31st. If you're hiring, you need Indeed because Indeed is the hiring partner where you can attract, interview, and hire all in one place. And Indeed is the only job site where you're guaranteed to find quality applicants that meet your must-have requirements or else you don't pay. Go to Indeed.com slash spinsters to claim your $75 credit before March 31st. 
No matter how the last game went, anytime you take the field, you got a shot at greatness. Give your team the best shot at winning by recruiting more MVPs with Indeed. Indeed.com slash spinsters. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Jordan, you and Harry talked about this a lot more than me. I have some ideas, but what did you guys come up with in this edition of Spencer's Creative LLC? Yes, Spencer's Creative LLC is back to change the All-Star game. Um, We have some ideas. NBA, take us up on it. You'll be grateful. So my first idea actually comes from KD. Um, He said for like the drafting that they should draft right before the game, like schoolyard style. Mm. They should just say like everybody lines up and they just say, okay, I want him. I want him. And they just go back and forth. So you don't know before the game, like right before the game, whose team is going to be on. I think that would be so fun rather than, you know, LeBron sitting in a do-rag at his home, just like randomly picking people (laughs) and playing GM. Like it's the stakes are just more fun if it's in person right there. So I think that's my first that's my first one. My second one. That. I just feel like that that makes more sense. And um, yeah, I don't like it when people play GM on Twitter. I don't I mean, the best thing to come out of All Star probably this year, depending on the dunk contest, is that draft because purely because of what it came down to. But it would still probably come down to that there. And I'd just rather have it. I want this to be deformalized. And the more it can be kind of. like uh, those Nike soccer commercials from the early 2000s where all those soccer stars came together and played. That's what I want to yeah. have an all-star game. I feel like this is the beginning to that. So I co-signed with you and KD. On mm-hmm. That, one. Mm-hmm. that was that moment on the TNT broadcast needs to win 5,000 Emmys. It was unbelievable. <laughs> it was truly one of the greatest things that's ever happened in, in basketball. And imagine if they were um, just standing right there, like it was gym class. That'd yeah. be even better TV. That would be that's even why better. They won't, that's why they won't do it. I mean, there's a, there's a, there's a clip of, uh, so the NHL All-Star Game did this at one point. And there, there was a guy who was like picked last slash not picked and so they had to i think they had to change it so that like the last the person who's not picked like gets a car or something because it's just like is <laughs> so like it is cringe inducing it is yeah. like an extremely strong cringe moment when somebody is just sitting there now i don't think it'll happen in the same way with the nba but it would i agree with you it would still be really fun but i'm sure like that's a thing like the union would have to get involved because it's like you're not going to embarrass, <laughs> embarrass this yeah. way like, in a That's live true. situation. That's true. But it's also like, I feel like a part of it was because he was hurt. So yeah. like they're going to sub in some random person. So I would think that the subs would already be there. Whoever is hurt just isn't going to play. So, you know, Jared Allen or DeJounte Murray would be in person lined up. So they would be able to make the the pick from that but yeah i think so too it would be so embarrassing but that's what i kind of want yeah that's what we want we want that same here good tv also i just know that nhl car that they won was a kia i don't know it but i know it that just feels like a (laughs) kia prize (laughs) kia's all over that yeah they're all over that (laughs) i have one i think they need to i think they need to one 
it, people are not talking about this, and this and this is something that we mentioned in uh, all caps for this weekend. But the celeb game under uh, Adam Silver is like noticeably slipped. Like, hmm. you shouldn't be more famous. You shouldn't get more famous because of the game. Like, mm-hmm. I shouldn't discover you because of the game. If you're in the celeb game, you should be bigger than the game. It's like, oh wow, this person is in the game. So they need to. That's a thing that I think in the in the uh, in the Adam Silver era, they need to tighten up the controls on that because there's been too many people in the celeb game that don't even have Wikipedia entries. Like, what's this about? <laughs> Facts. That's actually yeah. a like, really big. You're so right. I never even thought about that. Number one, why isn't Cheryl Crow in there? Chris Middleton's biggest fan. Put Cheryl Crow in yeah. the All Star Celebrity Game. Number two. Mm-hmm. One of the players on Succession, not players, people, but technically players. If you watch the show, you know what I mean, right? But one of the sons. Don't put Shiv. She's having yeah. a hard time. Number three. Who's another famous <laughs> fan? You're not getting famous a NBA fan. Yeah. Oh, gosh. well, that's just I, a good. I mean, that's a good thought in general. Just make it famous yeah. NBA fans rather than let's get a celebrity chef on know. there. Hmm. I, I was looking at the 2000, I think it was four celeb game. They had Frankie Muniz, who at the time had mega heat on him from Malcolm in the Middle and was arguably the most famous Clippers fan of all time at that point in time. Like he was at games all the time. Probably still at this point in time. Game. That's the kind of thing that we're looking for. <laughs> like yeah. a celeb game of 2022. Why is... Uh, Vivek Ranadive's uh, daughter Anjali who has been trying mightily to launch a pop career low these last several many years and is probably more famous for did she date Tyga or not rumors that were like <laughs> popped up a few years ago why is she in the slab game other than she's the daughter of an owner what is this yeah yeah, let's yeah. tighten That's this up really let's tighten this up I agree I agree they also okay. threw Tiffany Haddish in there. I was like, that it, has she ever touched that's a basketball before? That's a big but name, though. At least it's it a, is name. a big name, name, though. At least it's a name. It's a name. It's a name. <laughs> it's Here, a let name. Me, I'm gonna... <laughs> let's get um. Let's get some. It could be like the HBO All Star team versus someone else. We could get like a. Is Yellowstone Ooh. HBO? No, it's not. I think I just no, want to no, see Yellowstone Kevin Costner is, move is, a little faster. I don't know if you guys watch it. I was watching the scene and he was like running to his son. <laughs> and I was like, they zoomed out. And I knew in that moment that they used someone to run. Like an extra to run. <laughs> Kevin Costner, yeah. I don't care how old you are. You always have a place here. <laughs> right here. But any, But yeah, anyway. I want to see him. Euphoria person. Who would be the best Euphoria person to be in the All Star Game? Oh gosh! But they got to be as their character. Oh, uh, that's to tough then because I feel like the, Nate is just athletic, obviously. <laughs> um, but Maddie seems vicious that in a good a way. Good. I'm not girl shaming. Um, she'd be a very good defender. Maddie is the Patrick Beverly. Let me. So oh, I saw Jacob A. Lordy. <laughs> when I was saying uh, that a lot, I didn't feel as good as I felt when I thought it. I saw Jacob A. Lordy recently at the, what is it, Colombo Coffee on Sunset in Silver Lake, mm-hmm. getting out of a black Range Rover. Black Range Rover pulls up, 
really and he's got to be six three like he's got the size it gets out and i'm like this is a famous person because nobody is this young and this tall <laughs> with this kind of car and is not and then i gotta look at him and i'm like oh that's jacob lordy um and i will tell you that he could play in the game it just from the athleticism standpoint I think he has he has the potential to dominate the game if he has any kind of like coordination and balance and ability to like run and use his hands and feet. Okay. I'm in on him. I, Who from Righteous Gemstones are we drafting? <laughs> I think that's it's gotta be the daughter. Well that's not bad. I would say um so Tim Baltz BJ is mm-hmm. a big time Bulls fan, Chicago Bulls fan. So I think that I'd like to see him get some run, but he's he's got the at least an awareness of the game of basketball that I think could could work. Jordan, who would you take from um Insecure? Even though it's over. Ooh. Okay, that's a good one because I was like, I do not watch either of these shows, but um I'm going with Yvonne Orji. She played mm-hmm. basketball. Her favorite movie is Love and Basketball. I got to talk to her about it. So she definitely knows. She knows her stuff. Yeah. I would. And after this last season, she had a huge redemption arc. Yeah. So everyone loves her again. Everyone's team Molly again. Okay. Yeah. I'm with all of those. Is there an HBO show we missed? Or just like a drama, a new drama show? Well, Yellow Jackets is probably would have to round out the team, the starters. But I don't know who you're taking from that. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> because of the age, I think I'd want them to be in their younger form because they were athletes on a soccer team. Okay. I got to go with the captain, but I don't remember her name. The one eating the dirt. <laughs> if you eat dirt, you can be on my basketball team, okay? <laughs> I don't one thing know I what you're talking about. <laughs> sure, the Jordan, one that eats watch, dirt. You don't watch Yellow Jackets? Yeah. I don't. And this oh, is mm, this moment yeah. right now. I'm like, wow, my TV. Cons- what do I watch? Thaisa, just- you mean Thaisa? Thaisa, I've, yes. Yeah, yeah. I've been watching a lot of Married at First Sight and 90 Day Fiance. <laughs> that just takes up a lot of time. So, I- anybody watching Love Is Blind? Any Love Is Not Blind? Yet. On the, Me on and the Sean list. watched the first two episodes, and then we kind of quit. But I do know that I will fucking hit Shane. If I ever see him, he better never come anywhere near me. That's my takeaways from the first two episodes. Bro, that guy is, that guy's like the Joker, like an evil genius. He's a super villain. I've never seen anything like it. He calls (laughs) two different women the wrong names. Other, the other person's name. He does it twice in a row. And both times he successfully gaslights his way out of it. Like, he makes it their fault and it works. Masterclass. Yeah. I've seen all these Instagram ads lately for, you can tell that like, is it masterclass or like whatever, where the, the person teaches yeah. you how to do something. I've been getting Instagram ads on it, like left and right. He needs to run one. I feel like this is. <laughs> I canceled. I canceled my masterclass. Did I you ever uh, use anything? Did you ever do anything? I mean, it? I watched some of them and there were some good tips, but then like the Steph Curry one came out and I was yes. like, what, what am I doing? <laughs> yes. Why am I? What was like, his like, what, that one? It, 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 I was like, why am I, why, why am I subscribing to this service? Like, what, what do I want to do? Shoot 40% like it, 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 from three? Like, is that my goal? Why am I paying for this? I'm yes. never going to achieve any of this. 
to get give this context, out of my life. To give context, the yeah. Steph Curry one is for someone that's like, what is basketball? How do I start <laughs> playing basketball? And it's Steph Curry. What? <laughs> if you've never touched a basketball in your life, what is happening? And he's yeah, like, you don't need this guy. Yeah. And he's like going over game film of how he's coming off screens and stuff. And if you've never watched a basketball game in your life, <laughs> what? <laughs> yes, I saw that one, too. <laughs> oh, that's good. Um, anyway, this episode of Spencer is brought to you by Masterclass. <laughs> no, but seriously, sponsor us and we'll delete this. Um, I do want to learn how to cook. You know what I mean? Just a little bit. That's My idea for All-Star to fix All-Star, now that we fix the All-Star Celebrity Game. By the way, I just had never even considered that. I just knew that I stopped watching it about probably a decade ago. Um, the actual game, I'm inspired off of what KD slash Jordan I should put you first, actually. What Jordan slash KD's idea was. Okay, instead of NBA arenas, so we're picking like it's gym class, right? Instead of NBA arenas, every year it should be at a rotating famous outdoor court. Like Rutgers Park is one year and you have to enter a lottery like the Masters to get there. Mm. So now we've turned this thing into like a very exclusive event. Can it be televised? Of course. Can you be there if you win the lottery? Okay. I like this. I like it. I like that. That's good. Thank you. That is good. Because that's the type of all-star play that we want. Like if you were playing at a park with all your friends, that's that's when it's the best games. But right. in years past, it's like we don't really want to get injured, so we're just going to shoot or not really play. But if they're on a park and it's for bragging rights and – you know, certain select people have to be there. I like that. I like that yeah. idea a lot. Let me uh, uh, add a wrinkle. I think one of the things that I've never seen the All-Star Game successfully leverage is how much NBA players, basketball players in general, love gambling and making bets with each other. And I think there's got to be a way to spice up the sp- the skills game in particular. Mm. Even the three-point contest, I think you could do it, where you mic the guys up, and you let them design, like let them wager, like have a certain, like they go through the course, right, for one round. Then as you kind of get into, uh, as the first eliminations happen, now you let guy, now you let them bet against each other about what they're going to do. I'm going to do this in this amount of seconds, or I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna, mm. I'm gonna, um, you know, do n- ten bounce passes in a row through the tire, or whatever it is. But let them, let's let them wager. Uh, you know, like they can do some bullshit, like have like half the money go to charity, whatever, you know, that a typical NBA <laughs> bullshit where it's like, it's just to make it look good because people don't like to see, uh, young rich guys like uh, moving money around. They don't like to see that. They need to, they need to feel like it's going somewhere good, but so we can do that, but like, let them bet, let them wager, like use little chips or something. But like, I feel like that part of it is, is an untapped uh, motor for drama and fun. Yeah, like that. I'm with it. Also, they don't like watching young people just move money around for no reason who are usually men unless they have ugly fucking apes attached to them. And then <laughs> it's art. <laughs> I think there needs to be more gambling. There needs to be more inner league gambling. And if you can't do it during the actual league for obvious reasons, then yes, like you should let them gamble on themselves. I bet that'd be so fun. Yeah. 
Yeah. If you're going to bet on anything, bet on yourself. I think that's <laughs> that's what they were probably excited to do. Yeah, that would be fun. And especially mic'd up to hear them, you know, kind of shit talk each other through it mm-hmm. would also be good little side entertainment. That's a good one. Um, Jordan, do you have any others? Yes, I have one more. My main one that I will always shout from the rooftops is that we should bring back the shooting stars competition where mm. it was a D- NBA player, current WNBA player and a retired NBA player where they have to shoot from certain spots on the court and they have to end with a half court shot. That was so much fun and pure entertainment. And they just completely threw it away in like 2016. They just stopped it. But I thought it was so much fun. And I think to bring it back, I know a lot of the W players are like probably overseas, so it'll be whoever's here. But I think it would be fun, especially with the retired player. Um, They should bring it back. That's my take. Yeah, I'm for that. I'm for Um, that too. That was really fun. It was fun. And maybe there can be another category that's like... You've got the W player, NBA player, retired player, and then mystery category. And you don't know who it is. And then it's like either someone, like a coach, like Steve Kerr is in it all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Technically a former player, but probably in a different yeah, category. Yeah, he was in um, it. They won. Yeah, I'm for that. I think that's good. Um, I think that in the theme of what we've uh, had an episode about, Jerseys being terrible. We should also fix the jerseys. Um, I think they should be fan submissions because what happens is that you see every time like a jersey drop happens, doesn't even have to be all-star. You see like this hideous jersey and then underneath it is this account with like 23 followers and it's like love graphic design NBA. And then it's like, hey, what if I made the most beautiful jersey there ever? And here it is just a little a design that they made in their Photoshop and it's beautiful. You know what I'm talking mm-hmm. about? I feel like the, yeah. like these people, these random people always have way better designs. Um, so we should probably just pick out the best fan submissions, give them to the players and the team gets to pick, or the, I guess just the captain gets to pick, but it depends on the captain. Cause like if James Harden's captain, he doesn't have taste. So it should probably be some kind of a checks and balances system, but I don't want anyone in the NBA involved. No offense, but it's just like, guys, the ones this year look like Swiffer pads. They're so <laughs> ugly. They're so bad. They just look like reversible jerseys. Like I play in yeah. a weekly league and that's my jersey that we They're pennies. You know, the team yeah. is Yeah, they're pennies. That's how that's oh, so it, very little effort, I think. And if it was a fan submission, this would be like their dream come true, so they would put a lot of effort into it. That could be fun. I like that. Um, do we need to fix the dunk contest? What can we do at this point? I think the problem, the main problem to me is that like the human body only moves in so many different ways and we've kind of done them. You know what I mean? Like Mm. unless you get, unless you get uh, Levine and Aaron Gordon level guys who can just like jump over mascots while doing 360 spins, it's just going to be, it's going to be mid, you know, at best. 
because we've seen it all at this point in the year 2022 we've seen it all we've seen everything yeah i say they are like sponsorship out of it oh yeah they're replaying i agree I, I mean, <laughs> you don't like when the when the chairman of Sprite comes down and is like <laughs> randomly there, <laughs> or I think it's like the Taco Bell <laughs> Skills Challenge or something. Yeah. Like what? With a, yeah, when the executive that one does VP work of marketing me. for Taco Bell comes down and like has to hand the trophy to Luca, you don't love that. <laughs> it's like, come that on. is that that one does work on me. I almost always get Taco Bell after seeing that. <laughs> I'm the target audience for that one. Um, yeah, the dunk contest. You know, one time I had an idea for a dunk, but I don't know how you do it because you couldn't wear shoes. But listen to this. What if you set up uh, in the half court a bed of coals? You have to walk across the bed of coals and then you go dunk. <laughs> right? <laughs> Yes. Again, I feel like I feel like the players' union is going to be heavily involved in this one. <laughs> I'm just saying that that's something to think. Of. That's something. Anyone the can fact that, that we, we even have to have that thought just goes to show that <laughs> How about we are this? out of ideas. What, what about this? Like, if you put some kind of GoPro on them, very small. And, you know, listen, uh, VR, the metaverse, all these kind of uh, uh, new technologies are out here uh, with Facebook slash meta really trying to push uh, adoption of this stuff. What if you allowed people to experience what it is like to dunk? Like let Mm. let people let people see it and you can either broadcast the, mm. the video, like go to the go to the dunk cam and watch what it's like to be like flying through the air or uh you also broadcast it through the metaverse and allow people through VR to feel what it was like to like dunk in a basketball game. That's really good. That's re- Except for the metaverse really part. I thought you were going to go with something on like, there's a distraction and someone like disables it and it's broken forever. And then I was really in, but I'm still in, <laughs> but not as much. <laughs> no, that's a good idea. That's, I mean, especially because it's, kind of easy for me to be like oh that that wasn't that hard or that didn't they didn't seem like they really yeah. got up that high because I'm five five I'm never gonna dunk in my life <laughs> but if I can dunk via VR and see how the experience was that could be cool huh kind I of like that idea too though yeah um I mean the thing is about the dunk contest like yeah it is it's usually a repeat of a repeat of a repeat of a dunk we've seen before. But that doesn't stop me from like every time that they go up, I'm like, you know, I'm just in <laughs> amazement watching like with a doe-eyed stare every single time. Like <laughs> that's literally me after every single dunk. <laughs> so fair enough to them. I think I'll always watch the dunk contest no matter what. Um, but the rest of them, they should absolutely take our, our suggestions. I, is there an event yes. that we forgot about? Three point contest. Three point and then rising, rising stars. Oh, yes. Harry had actually a great idea about the rising stars that it should just be king of the court. They should just roll the ball out. That's good. One on one. That's actually a great idea. I would pay so much money to see that because that is the best part of any practice, any workout, because you're just trying to prove that you're best. In a five on five, let's just do a one on one. And whoever yeah. has the most points, you're the champion. 
I love that idea, Harry. I love that too. It's always gets to such a contentious part of like the practice or the, you know, fun pickup game that you're playing, quote unquote. So when that happens, someone's like, let's just go you and me. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, that's a great idea. Even better if the young guy gets to pick who he goes against. Like imagine if this is like, they wouldn't have qualified for this. Andrew Wiggins and and Cat were too old at this point. But imagine if like they were in Rising Stars at the time when the Jimmy Butler shit was happening and they got to pick him. Oh, they would not never pick him, though. It'd have to be the reverse. I, another that aspect, actually did I think, happen. But, you know, so this would this this needs uh, this requires our players to have like a certain amount of personality and broadcast experience. But like a wrestling kind of promo before the thing, where you allow the captains to, like talk shit about each other in a way that's really fun. Like maybe have them. You know, have the Rock come in and coach them about how you do a good wrestling promo. <laughs> yeah, you know, for like have that start on Friday where the Rock hangs out with the captains and like teaches them how to do it, and then before the game, you have like the the thing. All right, Giannis, are you ready for this? <laughs> and do it for both. Do it for the Rising Stars and do it for the Radio Awesome. I like that. I'm sold. That's just, really good. I think what we're saying is like up the entertainment. Let's just up it. Let's it go it time. all in. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, NBA all, all right, these fixed. ideas. Free of charge. <laughs> Done. <laughs> <laughs> Done. <laughs> um, look at us, Jay-Z staying right inside the time limit that you I needed to. Thank Isn't you that so much? Um Jason, why don't you plug the 53 things that you're doing right now? Sure. <laughs> Uh, listen to the Take Line podcast comes out every Tuesday wherever you get a podcast where we talk about sports and the introduction of sports in our world and politics and sports, etc. And listen to X-Ray Vision which comes out every Friday, which uh, talks about uh, me and my uh, co-hosts talk about pop culture uh, from a nerd perspective, comic books, uh, comic TV shows and movies and the like. And watch All Caps NBA every Friday on YouTube. Thank you. Woo! Thank you, Jason. Um, well, it was awesome to have Jason on. He's the best. We love him. That was a really fun conversation. Um, before we go, we just want to do a little bit of housekeeping. Make sure you guys subscribe to our YouTube channel. Like, subscribe, do all the things. And then rate us five stars if that's how you feel. If you love this episode, go ahead and rate it. And leave your... Actually, I'm going to butcher this. Like you leave. If you mention an athlete in the review, then we will do their horoscope. Did I get that right? Well, or your horoscope, because it's only now dawning on me because of this most recent one that like that's probably more what they want to hear. Okay, we'll do. We'll read your horoscope. Yes. Leave us a review with your sign and we'll do your horoscope. Great. But I also Great. like the player drops. The one we have right now is like so fucking funny. I don't know if you've heard it's it. It's so funny. really good. It's really good. It's really funny. Oh, and then we could, and we got nominated for the Ambies, which is oh, really yeah. exciting. Um, that was really exciting. That was a, very exciting for in the category best sports podcast. So thank you guys for listening. And we're so honored. Yeah, that was weird. That was like one of those moments where it's just like everything's a bit weird. Do you know what I mean? I was just at the airport and I was like thinking about whenever I travel, I get that kind of mix of like nostalgia and anxiety. I was trying to mix the words together, but have there ever been 
anxinolja nostalnixi. It just doesn't work. Mm. It's a good thing those mm-hmm. are not like real people's names and they're a famous couple. Anyway, I was having that weird mix and then I saw that and I was, I don't know, you know, things just work out sometimes. <laughs> yeah, I guess cool. is my response to that. I'm trying to pull <laughs> up the, the site I like is not loading for horoscopes because we do have one that I want to read. Um, here we go. Found one. Okay. So this week, um, Harry picked out a review that is possibly the best review we've ever gotten. Um, they understood the assignment multiple times. Um, the review says, I can't believe my ears. The hosts of this podcast are so cunning. It makes me want to go ham every episode. Cunning and ham are capitalized. Um, wink, 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 wink. I'm green capital with envy that Jalen, they let. That Jalen they let. Is that like a I pronunciation Jay- thing? Yeah, like Jalen is supposed to be they let. That's what Oh, I I'm green with envy that Jalen, Harry. Oh, I get it. I'm green with envy that Jalen, Harry on the pod this week. Evan, though, wink, he's mobly a producer. <laughs> Dude, fuck yeah. This is... <laughs> Why pick up a book at Barnes and Noble when they let you off Scotty Free for listening? <laughs> oh, this is really good. Like it's genius. Um, it will be your favorite day of the week whenever you lend an ear to this podcast. Otherwise, your day might sucks. <laughs> okay, if you bravo, wrote this, um, bravo. <laughs> Send me an email. I'm going to send you something. That's just really funny. Um, Okay. And then their horoscope is Leo. They're a Leo. Um, August 21st. Leos are um, my favorite and also my most feared people. Like as in I fear them, but not in a way where I'm scared, you know, but in a way where I'm like, I'm aware, you know, in a little bit of a hyperactive, (laughs) semi-scared way. Okay. Leo, it's time you took control of this situation, Leo. This is for all of February. So no, sorry. It's just for this week of February. Instead of letting, letting it up to fate, you should make sure that it falls in your favor. In order to do so, you'll have to stop being coy and start being direct. Maybe like leaving a review on a podcast. Don't shrug off your problems. Address them the moment they occur. Embrace your passionate and fiery nature and roar out your desires. I'm not going to lie. That sounds a little weird. Maybe do like a very muted version of that roaring. (laughs) Not only will you see a switch in how people treat you, it'll prove that you are the one who has the power to manifest your own destiny. Um, Mm. So, yeah, basically sounds like they're saying um, take control of everything and put it into your own hands. And arguably you just did that. So, Mm -hmm. Thank you very much for the best review I've ever seen, even though I stopped reading them almost immediately after we started this podcast. But Harry sends through really nice ones and they make us happy all the time. If you leave one, so please leave one if you want to. I don't know. Maybe it's time to sign off. Also, I would like to shout out, Carrie, can you take a screenshot when I do this? Scary Kittles. Um, we just got this basketball merch that is really fucking yes. cool. I don't have the other it's ones so cool. with me right now, but they have a Kyrie shirt that's amazing. I have this one. Mm-hmm. Made by Jack Herzog. Um, very cool stuff, and we love it. We love it. Thank Anything you. Anything else you want to shout out? 
And shout out to the All-Star Game. I hope you guys get your shit together. Um, you can send us an invoice at Spencer's. Dot, that's not how you do it. At Spencer's at BlueWirePods.com. Yes, when okay. I said earlier that this was for free, it was not. <laughs> also, you can leave us a voicemail at 502-874-4453. Or again, send us an email at spinsters at bluewirepods.com. Spinsters is hosted by me, Jordan Liggins, and Haley O'Shaughnessy. This episode was produced by Isabel Joycelyn, Harry Krinsky, Alex Ward, Ashley Zhao, and me. Our production coordinator is Devin Shepard, and our executive producers are Peter Moses, John Yells, and Haley. Hey, Haley. Hey, Jordan. I love the content that you guys are making. I, my name is Hayden, and I am calling from Dallas, but I am a Houston Rockets fan. And my one NBA draft Christmas wish is that either A, the Rockets trade up to number one to get Kate Cunningham, the best player in the draft, or B, stay at number two, take Jalen Green, a guy who wants to be in Houston, has been throwing up the H on his Instagram for the past month or so, um, has elite vibe game. Like he, his, his vibes in general are just on another level. His hair, his style, his game. He's awesome. So either way, I think we're going to be just fine. And I feel like one of my wishes is going to come true, but knock on wood, maybe we'll trade up to number one. All right, guys, talk to you later.